2: it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft.
5: To order today, visit one 800 flowers.com slash tune in. That's one 800 flowers.com slash tune in.
3: Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from twelve to three Eastern, nine to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now
4: let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
6: What up? Welcome in. This is The Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be making this part of your day, thanks so much. I'm Doug Gottlieb filling in for Colin Cowherd. We have a spectacular hour of this show. Steve McClendon is going to join us. The Bucs defensive lineman, super Bowl champion. We'll ask him what boat he was on yesterday. Who caught Tom Brady's last pass, which was that of the Lombardi trophy, and come on, come on. Tommy was drinking a White Claw, wasn't he? It was, it was a White Claw. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, he who is without sin, he can cast the first stone. It was a White Claw, though, right? we last Steve McClendon upcoming in 15 minutes. Brandon Whedon, next hour. Odell Beckham Jr., two years ago, said, uh, two, three years ago, there was a speculation going on. I was willing and ready to go over there to new England at any point in time. That was always a dream of mine to play for Tom Brady, right? There was not a play for Bill Belichick, play for the Patriots, play for Tom Brady and uh, Chris Godwin's a free agent. And of course, uh, yesterday at the championship victory boat show parade, and then uh presentation or whatever, Bruce Arian said, he's not going anywhere. Um, you had Mike Evans saying, you know, you take some of my money and keep guys here. Most people thought he meant Chris Godwin. But money talks, and at some point in time, you have a Super Bowl win. Maybe, you, Maybe you go elsewhere. It's not like they're throwing it 50 times a game, and he can put up Calvin Johnson numbers. That said, there's this thought that, okay, Brady brought Gronk. Brady brought Antonio Brown. Brady brought... You know, I mean, Leonard Fournette was on the street, probably could have signed elsewhere. He went for a minimum contract to play with Brady, all because they won a Super Bowl. And and this this reminds me of something I tell people all the time about college recruiting. Have, have you seen Alabama's recruiting class? Have you guys seen it? It's, again, on paper, and it's really hard because, you know, some states didn't have a full season of high school football. Some haven't had high school football at all. Um. Five stars are, there's a certain subjectivity to it, right? Is he a kid a five-star because he signed at Alabama or a five-star who signed at Alabama? That said, they have the greatest depth of five stars in the history of college football. And what's that about? It's about winning. It's about winning. But that's it. It's not about facilities. Like LSU built this new locker room where they have like the, you know, the first class seats, I'm saying you know that the first, the first class. You've been in the new some of the new planes with the first class seats where you press a button and it goes from like a regular seat to like laying completely flat. Yeah, they have those in their locker room, right? So you can sit in your locker room, press a button, then mm. get get yourself a good nap. Clemson has a slide, right? At, at some point, like we're going to get to the Texas as the new. They all have new locker rooms and better stuff and gear and uniform. Oregon started the trend with like, we have this many uniform sets and this much stuff. And yes, NFL draft picks do help. It really does help. But you're usually drafted higher if your team wins. And so you go to a place where you can win more. You know, a big part of the reason that college football programs don't want expansion of the playoffs is in the bowl games, Half the teams end their seasons with a win. There's nothing more powerful than winning. How does that deal with, how does that relate to Brady? Very simple. You know, it's not about ownership, management. Don't get me wrong, the core of that team was built very smartly by Jason Light, okay, who's had several times to remake over the team and it didn't quite work. And they do have talented dudes, but they had those talented dudes, most of them beforehand. But it's the idea of, wait, we can win? Because Tampa's not a big market. It's a relatively small market. Oh, yeah, by the way, Tom Brady's the same guy with a a MAGA hat in his locker four and a half years ago. Right? Same guy. Same guy. But Tom Brady, especially with yesterday's video, helps his cool factor. It looks like every forty year old white dude celebrating a win. knee brace on, shorts, hammered, smiling, good time. But more than anything, the win. Tom Brady, win. Where do I sign up? Alabama, win. Where do I sign up? Right? don't don't get me wrong. Everybody wants to make money, and that's why it it's more to the veteran player that is already cashed in, because I already made a bunch of money. I, how can I get in on that winning thing? I just I just want to win. Because C- you, you start with the, when you're early on, you love your sport, and you just want to play. And then once you play, you just want to get paid. And then once you play, you just want to get paid, you're like, you know what? This losing thing sucks. I want to win. Look at that guy. He's on a boat. He just got done playing another, a, another season of football. He's on a boat. He looks happy. He's hammered. He's got so many Lombardi trophies, he's literally throwing them around. Why does he look so young? Right? He looks happy all the time. He's winning all the time. Winning with Giselle, winning with his family, win, winning. Winning. Nothing on earth. Feels as good as a win. Actually, check that. Road win. He got three of them. Oh, yeah. Right? I want to be part of that. And in recruiting, that is all these college programs with the facilities and the bells and the whistles. You bring a competitor in, you say, hey, man, they might have a better gym. They might have cooler shoes. Right? It might be warmer outside. It might be some closer to your home. But you know what we do? We win. And when you win, everybody makes more money. You get drafted higher. You get People don't remember teams that lose. I mean, maybe if you go 0-16 or something. But th- those are nondescript teams. Can't name a single player on the Buccaneers going back five years ago, 10 years ago. You know what you can I can remember the Buccaneers team that won championship with John Gruden. I can remember Buccaneers. Other, other than that, complete nondescript franchise nobody knows anything about. Nothing. Zero. I mean, creamsicle uniforms. Okay. That's, and they, it was because they were seen as so bad, but now retro is cool. I, do you guys know that Steve Young played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? You, know, I, you don't, probably don't know because they didn't win. They were terrible. <laughs> they were terrible. So why do all these guys want to play with Brady? It's not because of his political alignments. Hey, not because of his knee brace, not because of the TB 12 method. Nah, it's not because of Arians. I mean, look, do you you think Arians is recruiting older players when he comes out and says, I gave these guys days off on Wednesday. First, it's smart. Lots of teams give their veterans Wednesday off. Lots of them. Nice. The smart ones absolutely do. They, you manage somebody in during the week Try and get him to the magic level, but you don't push them so that they leave their legs in the plane field. Lots of but he's recruiting. You know what the number one thing recruiting helps? Winning. That's it. People want to be associated with a winner. They will do anything, especially once they've made enough money to so that they feel secure. Now, even more so. So Brady getting Odell Beckham Jr. would be interesting because OBJ, in his infatuation to, to chase winning, like he actually has a winning hand in, in Cleveland, and they may be better off without him. That said, the reason that OBJ wanted to be associated with Brady, the reason that Fournette, the reason that Gronk, the reason that Antonio Brown is that guy feels, that guy wins. Do we know how? No. Does he throw it as well as he used to? No. Does he throw it 50 times a game? No. Who cares? Who cares? Because he wins figures out the math equation at the end of the day, he wins. And there is no, the, obviously there's a, there's a space to where, where there's just too much money to turn down for some of these guys that are neat. But for the most part, when once you have enough money to which you're good, right? You, you play five, 10 years in the NFL, you're good. You know, you got, you manage it smartly, you put it away, you live on endorsements or live on some of the other stuff, you know, you're good. Now I want to win. I don't care about, I don't care about anything else. System, it would help, It'd help me be successful. Culture, weather,
0: that guy. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash
1: with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast.
4: Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That guy wins. That guy wins.
6: Up next, find out, let's find out the answer to the question that America really wants to know. Right? We really, really, really want to know. What was Tom Brady drinking? And how much was he drinking? We'll find out.
4: One more H.E.R.D.? The H.E.R.D. streams 24 hours a day, 7 days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search H.E.R.D. to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like.
5: Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in.
8: And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear.
9: And connect with this. We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
6: Sometimes driving is great. But sometimes it's not so great. Like when it's pouring outside. Like when the snow is swirling. That's when you need the new Michelin Endurance XT silicone wiper blades Designed to repel water, snow, and ice. Get yours today only at Walmart. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is The Herd. Steve McClendon uh, joins us. Of course, a longtime defensive lineman in the National Football League. And that really, as a defense, that really kind of what the game revolved around was that unbelievable defensive front and their dominance of the Kansas City Chiefs, where, you know, Pat Mahomes is never comfortable. Steve joins us now. Steve, first, congratulations. What does it feel like to be a Super Bowl champion?
10: Say again, I I couldn't hear you.
6: What's it feel like to be a Super Bowl champion?
10: All right, man. It's one of the most amazing feelings ever. Something that you worked so hard for all your entire uh, career. Uh, Some people get get it in their first year. Some get it in their second year. Some third, fourth, fifth, and go on. But then you have some that never even get a chance. And for, for me to absolutely have two opportunities, my first one was a loss. The second one was a win. And not only just a win, it was a win at home, uh, in your home stadium, hometown. Uh, and it's it just right now, to me, it's absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing to be a part of making history, not just like that, just a playing in a home stadium, but to win in a home stadium doing such a such a uh, well, I don't want to say a crazy time, but something such a different time, and just just being able to experience it with the guys uh, and the uh, the women that we we I have I had the opportunity to experience this with coaches uh, and players, and this has been absolutely amazing.
6: Um, it 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 felt like you guys on the defensive front dominated the game, but also that Kansas City really didn't adjust. To what you guys were doing up front, or your level of domination up front? What was your reaction to the fact that they were they were trying to block four with five, and they uh, didn't so seem to want to change that?
10: It wasn't my thing. Was going into that game, we had so many different looks. I don't know if they knew which look thing the first time, um, but if, it was, if they would have changed, I think we had something for that as well. I just I just think that two weeks preparation uh leading up to the game, our coach made sure our coaches made sure that we had we had absolutely everything in place. If they give us this look, if they give us that look, we're gonna check to this, you know. I feel like we played that game from an offensive point of view during the week and to be able to go perform like we did was absolutely amazing. But I think they tried to adjust and I just felt like at the end of the day, I said it. I said it last week. I said it again. Made the best team win, and I felt like we were just we we're the better team that day. And it, 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 it kind of showed. Um, but I, I, I do. I take my hats off to those guys because they were are extremely talented team. Um, and you know that you're going to have to compete against a team like that every year. As long as they keep that core group of guys together, you're going to always have to compete against a team like that. And it's just amazing for us to make history with with the guys where we made it with like holding them to nine points that was just absolutely stunning
6: you know look you you played against tom a bunch right when you were with the steelers you played against him and he would get rid of it so quick it didn't matter what you guys brought and then obviously with the jets uh you played for todd bulls and and it was it was the same thing uh what 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 was it like though to play with him? What would and I know different locker, different side of the ball, different meeting rooms. But what was it like to play with Tom
10: Brady? Uh, man, it was absolutely amazing. Man, Tom is everything and more. Uh, it, it, it's hard to just say one thing about Tom, but the, I, the one thing I would say his preparation, his love for the game, the way he put the time and the hours in for the game. He 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 makes you want to work that much harder. Because he doesn't, he doesn't take anything lightly, and, and and that's that's one of the most amazing things for me to see as a veteran as well. Like you can keep pushing because he's pushing as well.
6: Steve McClendon joining us, a defense attack for the Super Bowl champion Tate Bay Buccaneers. He joins us in the herd. I'm Doug Gottlieb filling in for Colin. What boat were you on yesterday? Say again. What boat were you on? You were on one of those boats yesterday, right? Which who's yeah, what? What yeah, boat were you on? We was,
10: we, I was on the I was on the uh, the Starship Two. Who was with you? So uh, who, who was, was with the, you? Oh, it, I saw We had the D line and the defensive backs on on our boat. So it was the D line and defensive backs, and you, uh, we had the D line coaches and the DB coaches.
6: It's a good boat. That's a that's a that's a very talented good boat.
10: Uh-huh. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great boat.
6: Um, do you, Do you know, like Brady says, it was avocado tequila. Did you guys find out what what Brady was actually drinking on his boat?
10: I think everybody was drinking some of everything on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> so I, don't, uh, I don't. I can't pinpoint one thing, but we had a good time. We had an absolutely great time, and just we toast to each other. We toast to a championship. We toast to the Buccaneers organization and we toast to the fans because without the fans we couldn't have made any of this possible.
6: Um there there is I mean for for somebody who isn't in the world of football, right? I think there's a lot of fans like look, these guys don't care. They are they're, they're still getting paid a, 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 a otherwise, right? You've been Steelers great organization, Jets not a well-run organization at times or at least outwardly so, right? Um what what is the what is the difference in different organizations? Is it does it matter outside of football? Everything else that's going on. Uh,
10: it it does. Like uh, it, you, like uh, how I look at it is, it all starts from the outside. You know, it starts from the outside, like with the players, how we carry us, how how we move, how we think, how we prepare. Um, then once we come inside, we have to make sure we're doing that together. Got to make sure our preparations together. We got to make sure we communicating together. Making sure we spend the time with one another, um, but not only that—that that, that goes for the upstairs and downstairs. Like you, you have to be on one accord, and sometimes you might have to spend a, a few days outside the facility to get to know, to get to know your players or get to know your coaches. Um, and I think that's what helps make those teams such such great, great teams. Um, all the teams, all the organizations were completely different from each other. All of them different. Uh, they all they all well run, ran. It just man, just how can you finish it off? How can you make sure you have the pieces uh, in place? And that, that's I think that's the difference between all three. You know, some some can put the right pieces in the right places, and some can put the right pieces in all places. And that's what made those championship teams, and not just like great guys, like guys with all this tremendous talent. It's just yeah, you you got to make sure you have a balance of smart guys. You gotta have a, you gotta you gotta have some some role players. You gotta have some special team players. You have to take everything serious. It's just not just not one one sided. Uh, and, and and I think I think we do. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization do a very good job at it, as well as as Pittsburgh. And I feel like the Jets do do a good job. They just just got it. They still need. They got a lot. Of, they got a lot of young guys. They need to just add some veterans.
6: Steve McClendon joining us, one of those veterans who uh, won his first Super Bowl, playing with the Buccaneers this past weekend. Do you see the video of Brady throwing the, the trophy uh, over to his wide receivers? Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, for a guy who this is your first one, would, would, I, like, look, Tom's got seven. He can lose one. It doesn't really matter. What did what, you think when you saw that thing in the air? Uh, I, I mean, was
10: like, man. If Tom's throwing, I trust him. Like, <laughs> for some reason, like, I didn't, like, I was shocked that he did it. But I was like, well, that's Tom throwing? It, man, he's always clutch. He's gonna make it to the other
6: boat." <laughs> uh, like, that's just Tom. It, 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 you know, if not, there might have been a flag on the play. We we we, we don't know. Um, did you see? Nah, appar- you uh, the most you most
10: seen somebody dive in that water
6: board? <laughs> um, Apparently, there's there's allegations that Scotty Miller dropped Chris Godwin's phone in the water. Now Godwin says he did. Scotty Miller didn't. Uh, do you have any sources on this report? No, I do not I, I didn't even know that happened. Yeah. That 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 did happen. There was a there was a lot there was a lot <laughs> happening. You were on, you were on your boat getting crunk and Brady's throwing around the Lombardi trophy and then and then he was he was feeling good though when he got off that boat. Did you I'm sure you saw that video, right? Smiling Tom Brady like he was he was in a he was in that good Forzema place, right? He maybe uh, maybe it was white Everybody Claws. I don't know, was. But- <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody was.
10: Everybody was in that happy place. Man, you just you just fought 21 weeks, 21 weeks to win, win a championship, a world championship. It was, I always tell the guys, man, now you can let your hair down. You can breathe. And that's what the guys are doing. They're just having an absolutely great time. And they're just having a great time together. And that's just, just a great feeling. For me, I stood back and just watched for a while. Because I was like, man, we finally did it. Yeah. Like, you finally did it. So... I'm still, I'm still soaking it in now because it's probably going to take me all year to, like, I know I can't hold on to it too long because I got to start getting ready for next year, but I'm still soaking it in, man. It's still an amazing feeling.
6: Steve, see, when you looked up at that, that score clock and you saw it was zeros and you knew you were a champion... What went What went through your mind Was it Was it family Was it your first football coach Like what Like what actually does go through your mind when you're like man I've been doing this a long ass time and now I finally reached the mountaintop What What goes through your mind?
10: Uh, I don't When I first after that that game was like I was just thinking about my family You know I was like man all the sacrifice that they put in for me to have this one come and go just to win the championship But as I went home and I sat down after that, I was so thankful for my family, friends, just all the support, even just thankful for the organization. When I sat down, because I really didn't do much that night because I was still absorbing and and um, I remember, you know, some family members asking me, Steve, what's on your mind? I was just like, I know this is bad about what I'm about to say, but I'm thinking, like, how can I win the next one? Yeah, And yeah, that that like, just enjoy the moment. That's no, okay, like, though. but I you, you can't, can't <laughs> you
6: can't turn off the competitive. You're like it feels so good I want to do it again. It's the it's 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 the greater high than any drug that's out there, right? It's the the win, that's Man. what winning is.
10: It, it, that's exactly what it was. It's just a, it's just a high that I, I I I just wanted to go like right now. I'm getting ready to go work out again today because I don't want to be the one to say Steve wasn't ready for next year. So I want to make sure that I'm doing everything in my my ability to make sure I help this team.
6: Up, are you do you doing arms? Are you doing legs? What are you What are you doing today? What's the workout today?
10: Uh, uh, so it's going to be a, still a heavy cardio day. Still just flushing my body out, uh, and it'll it'll be like probably just like some auxiliary movements um, because it has been a long season. Season not really just getting into heavy weight. Uh, it's just just staying with the functional movement um, to keep my my joints like lubed up keep them moving uh just keep them active and that's that's all i'm doing
6: well listen enjoy that workout enjoy that sweat enjoy being a champion thanks so much for your time steve we really appreciate it
10: man i appreciate you having
6: me all right steve mcclennon long time pro good player traded mid-season of course and ends up becoming like you go from the jets to the buccaneers right like you go from a team that's better off losing to one that's winning, and of course you follow Todd Bowles down there, who knows you and trusts you, and you become like a uh, an echo to the what the coach is saying. It's just, it's pretty phenomenal stuff. Well, let's get to Ryan Music with the news. No,
8: no, no, no. Turn on the news. This is the
7: Herdline News. Fun interview there, Doug. That was uh, a lot of good stuff from Steve McClendon. I think. I don't know if he said it exactly or specifically, but I'm pretty sure he's on the TB12 method. I mean, he's talking about staying loose and getting his joints right. It sounds like he's he's trying to maximize his pliability there.
6: No question. No question he is. Absolutely. You got to got to got to maintain those limber joints.
7: That's right. Well, congrats to him and a big thank you for him coming on the show here. And we'll stay in the NFL here, Doug, as we're all wondering, where is Deshaun Watson going to play? If he's going to end up anywhere other than Houston. Longtime NFL columnist in Houston, John McClain, had this to say about the various rumors swirling about regarding Deshaun Watson's future.
1: They don't call teams, teams call them and they've told everybody they're not trading Watson. Doesn't mean they won't do it eventually. I guarantee you if they did, it would not be for Carson Wentz and the Eagles. And they've said it publicly, they've said it privately that they are not trading Watson. And so anybody says they call the Eagles, uh, not true. If they trade him would be Jets, so no, they have not contacted anyone about trading Watson. Yeah, I mean, like, look,
6: that's the problem that Deshaun Watson is going to run into is like the only teams that have the resources to completely change the Texans franchise, he won't want to go play for, right? Like, well, you know, you could trade for a Garoppolo. Like, no, 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 no. We, we want picks, lots of high picks. And the Jets have lots of high picks. So, no, thank you. No, no, thank you. I, I don't think I, everyone I've talked to in the NFL is like, just let it die down. Lots of guys request trades. You, like, you brought in a, very, a competent GM. Let's see what he can put together and let's figure it out.
7: Well, and also, I know you've mentioned this um, on our show, the Doug Gottlieb show. The Jets is a really tough sell just because, number one, he has a no-trade clause. So he'll only go, Deshaun Watson will only go wherever he decides that he wants to go. But also, okay, so Jets have all these great future assets. Their team right now is not good. So you're going to have to give up a majority of all of those great picks. And then what are you left with? The same bad team that Sam Darnold had to play on for the past few years. And look how that turned out.
6: Correct. 100% correct. Correct.
7: All right, let's turn our attention to the NBA, Doug. Giannis Antetokounmpo had 47 last night, but in a losing effort against the Suns, he missed a potential go-ahead jumper near the left elbow, slightly behind the free throw line. Now, after the game, the Suns star player, Devin Booker, was asked what he thought when he saw Giannis pull up for the jump shot with the game on the line.
10: Then I see you kicking yourself over that over that free throw, but what were you thinking when Giannis got that last look,
7: look, 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 that last look? That we're in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. A little brutal. Now, I want to be fair. I want to be fair to Devin Booker here, okay? So he followed it up. Here's Here's some more context about what he meant by that. Now, it's not totally disrespectful, but still, so take a listen.
8: Anytime you can stay in front of them and force them to, you know, take shots like that, you know, you just have to live with it. You can't guard everything, and obviously, he's a force in that paint area and gave us troubles the whole night. But you know, if you keep him out of there, and DeAndre did a good job of cutting him off and forcing him into that, and we'll live with the result.
7: Hmm. A little better, but man, that is still brutal.
6: No, it, look, it's it, but it's true though, right? That, that's you want a mid-contested mid-range, mid-range, mid-range pull-up.
7: Absolutely. Yeah. It it is brutal, but
6: it's 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 what we search for in the media. It's it's honest.
7: No, yeah, I love it. I have no problem with what he said. Uh, this is from uh, Stat News. Giannis this season, from five feet or closer to the basket, shooting seventy-six percent on the season. Ten to fourteen feet away from the basket. Twenty four percent. So quite a uh, quite a dramatic difference there.
6: Yeah, he I mean, can't shoot. <laughs> I mean, this is not this is not this is not it's not even a, it's not even a, a warm take. It's like last year they, they played the Lakers. He hit five threes. He banked one in. I was like, oh, we can shoot now. I was oh, like, no, no, Doug.
7: It was, it was over at that point. It yes, was, it was over. over. It was over. The Hand rest, him the crown. Yeah. The rest of the league, it was all fighting for second place at that point. And we'll wrap it up with some fun here, Doug. There's been a lot of discussion about the GOAT, right? LeBron versus Jordan. This week it's been Tom Brady versus Jordan. But we have a surprising candidate that's entered the discussion here, Doug. Steve Kerr. Take a listen to what he told 95 7 the game about Brady winning his seventh Super Bowl. Well,
8: yeah, I mean, this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
4: Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession.
5: But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting
7: showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to the Big Take on the
4: iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: If he can get one more, you know, then he, he can catch me, and I'm, I'm sure that's what he. <laughs> <laughs>
7: So there you go. Steve Kerr pointing to the scoreboard, counting the rings, reminding everyone who's really the goat here.
6: I love it. I love it. And Steve Steve does not carry the ego of a guy who's won that many. I, I You know, honestly, one of the all-time great performances I can remember in NBA history was game... I think it was game five. NBA Finals. This is in 2002. Spurs... Nets and he came off the bench, didn't play in the first half, entered the game, end of the third quarter, hit three threes, and they won a decisive game against Jason Kidd's New Jersey Nets. I was at the game and I was like, man, do you know do people know how that is it is to sit there for two hours, <laughs> check in, guard Jason Kidd and hit three threes? So there is something to guys to know how to win, but yes, it's there is definitely tongue planted firmly in sheet.
7: Well and, and to your point about that game with Steve Kerr, I always feel like that's one of the things that can be so difficult. In the best way possible, about playing with someone like LeBron James is, you know, you're just the role player. Hey, do your job, and you may get three shots a game, and you're going to be expected to make two of them, and it may come in like huge moments, and that's just your entire role the the whole season.
6: Yeah, no, that's that's what a, being a professional is, and that's right. Music with the news.
7: Well, that's the news. And
4: thanks for stopping by. The Herdline News.
6: Could you guys hear the joy in Steve McClendon's voice? Could, could you just say, he's like, man, like he's still trying to, it's like three days later, he's still trying to figure out like, man, how did that just happen? <laughs> I mean, think about it. He was talking about like, we won the game. I went back to my, my house and I had to sit down and just think about it. And it just, it happens so fast. It happens so fast. Coming up next, Matt Stafford is the new quarterback for the L.A. Rams. Here's a question. Is he actually an upgrade? Or maybe is he enough of an upgrade for the Rams at the quarterback position? I mean, obviously, we're not going to know right now. But my thoughts as of right now, upcoming next.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio
8: app.
5: If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in.
6: Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is The Herd. Tommy John's Valentine's Day do's and don'ts. Do look like a champion in new Tommy John's underwear. Don't forget to get her buttery, soft Tommy John loungewear and pajamas. Get 50% off your first order at tommyjohn.comslash herd. See site for details. Um, Matt Stafford is now a member of the Rams. He told the Detroit Free Press. I always I always want to play in those big games. I feel like I will excel in those situations that Stafford told uh, the legendary mitch album of the Detroit Free Press. I wanted to shoot my shot you know and and here's the thing which is fascinating. so it, it our quarterback tiers and rankings like that stuff doesn't really matter right? like I hate to be the guy like it, i I've experienced this in college basketball for a long time. You get coaches that'll text you like. Make sure you know we, we have this win and that win, and we should be this and that, and we should be in. And, like, respectfully, I think I'm a pretty powerful voice, but it's not like the guys in the committee are like, well, I wasn't going to have him in, but Gottlieb said, put a bit. The NFL is much the same way. You know, I have my thoughts on quarterbacks and who's, who's elite and who's the next tier and who's just fine and who's terrible, whatever. But now that doesn't matter. Now that doesn't matter. What matters, your value, is a product of what people think you're worth. What are they willing to pay? And the LA Rams, coached by Sean McVay, right? led by Les Need, they value Matt Stafford. So much so that they were willing to part ways with Jared Goff, who'd led them to a Super Bowl. And, of course, he leaves behind a dead cap number. And they gave away first-round picks, which are kind of the lifeblood of rebuilding a franchise. Even if you don't take the first-round picks, you can flip them into multiple seconds and thirds, which is where where the real value is. So whether you think Stafford's the real deal or I think Stafford's a real deal or Colin thinks Stafford's a real deal or help, Rob Parker thinks he was covered Detroit sports forever. Thinks Stafford is a stat patter. Right? Whatever you think that that's great. What matters is what the league thinks, and the league values him. Thinks he's an elite guy that's been playing in systems that don't fit his skill set. In and with the with a team that isn't talented enough on both sides of the ball to bring out all of that skill set. Like I, I talked to Rams guys and they're like. You know, this year, a little bit more advanced stuff with Daryl Bevel, but previous to that, like Jim Bob Cooter, like static formations. Like, come on, what are we doing? Like, it was little, you you have a guy who's smart enough to read defenses. You have the ability to create mismatches. You have the ability to make things easier to see, and you didn't do it. In addition to which, they haven't had a running game for the most part in years. The defense, don't get me started. Like, look, you put Stafford on elite coaching staff with a team that wants to win right away, he'll get that opportunity. Now, here's the the downside to it. We all make this assumption that what a guy does on a bad team, those stats translate to as good or better on a good team. And that is a dangerous, dangerous assumption to make because valuing the football, not turning it over, all the things to take. It's it's different. It's just different. It's like a different sport. You know? Do you guys remember? Um, God, what's the guy's name? He uh, he's now like a coach for the Celtics. And uh, Evan Turner, you guys remember Evan Turner? Okay, so Evan Turner was a great college player, great, and he was having, um, he was having a very good. NBA career statistically early in his career. And there was a time in which he was playing for the Philadelphia 76ers and he was averaging 17 points a game playing 39 minutes a game. And he was traded mid-season to the Indiana Pacers. This is in 2014. Say. He was traded to the Pacers and Frank Vogel who's now the coach of the Lakers was the coach. And the thought was like you bring over 17 points a game. To the Indiana Pacers, who need this hybrid player who can handle, pass, shoot, post up, do a little bit of everything. Yeah, he's not a great shooter, but he now he wouldn't be the primary option because they had Paul George at the time, right? Be a secondary, but he'd be a primary ball handler. He'd be great. He started two games for the team. He averaged seven points a game. And and the, And he was not in the game when it was crunch time against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And <clears throat> why is that? Because it's like a different sport. Now, that, that doesn't mean that's what's going to happen to Stafford. He's a quarterback. They're all in on him. They're going to put it. But we have no idea how he plays in those games until we see him in those games. So that's where we are with Stafford. Is he an upgrade? Hell yeah, he's an upgrade. You know, I, I told people on my show, Doug Gottlieb show, which is uh, weekdays, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific, on your iHeartRadio app, your Fox Sports radio station. Of course, you can follow me on uh, Twitter, at Gottlieb Show. The, I, I talked to people inside the Rams organization, and they said, like, look, it wasn't that he, he didn't work. It wasn't that he was lazy, but, like, you, he wasn't the hardest-working quarterback. Wolford was. And that that didn't win you points with, you know, an Aaron Donald, who's the hardest-working player in the t- on the team and brings it at every practice – and he sees the 100 million dollar quarterback who's who's not in line with that amount of work ethic. And and plus, plus there's a Sean McVay. McVay didn't draft him. McVay didn't love his work ethic. Didn't love his athleticism. He didn't want to let it rip down the field. He still turned the football over too much. You know, he wasn't accountable. He never stepped in front of the team and was like, "Hey, my bad guys. That that's on me." Didn't do those things. And so it, it they found an opportunity to get who they thought was better in all of those other areas, better arm, better toughness, uh, a work ethic that uh, th- they believe will be, be is better. And then you say, hey, now you got a chance to maybe win a championship that'll be better. I think all of those things combined, and you're going to have better buy-in from the team because this is the quarterback that McVay himself selected, so he wants to make it work. I think it's an upgrade. Is it a big game upgrade? We don't know. Do you know why? Because we haven't seen him in a big game since they lost to the Cowboys in the playoffs, I guess, right? They got some bad calls that went against him, but let's not act like he tore up the the world that year. Okay, coming up next, um, we're going to react to the victory boat parade. Yeah, I I, I traditionally don't like uh, victory parades. I don't care about victory parade speeches, but this one felt a little different, right? Because it's, we've been a year since we've had a legit celebration. I mean, honestly, thank goodness it's Florida. I guess <laughs> Florida was like, mask, ha! And I'm a, I'm a guy who wears a mask everywhere. and I have no problem wearing it. Florida has a different sensibility, right? There's different rules, different places. I'm not casting judgment. I'm just telling you the reality of it's been over a year since we've seen one and they had boats, they had sunshine, they had booze, they had Tom Brady. He's literally throwing the trophy around like it's some doorstop, right? Just throwing it from one boat to the other. And then he gets off the boat and he's white girl wasted. He just is. He's hammered. He's happy. He's Permigrating. But you know what? Something was learned about Tom Brady yesterday. I'll show it to you next in the herd.
5: If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. What's
1: up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith
2: This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft.
4: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
4: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael